So, hello. Hello. Howdy. <laughs> we're, we're back. <laughs> Welcome to your midnight podcast with Brendan, Christian, Devin, Jordy, and Simmy. That was a really good intro. I, I, I would kind of <laughs> like if you did that more often, to be honest with, with you. What, speak sensually into my microphone? I love when a, mi- when a man like speaks sensually into the microphone. Surprise. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're here again with uh, episodes 51 through 53. And then uh, we also uh, just skipped the entire filler bit that happens directly after Logtown and just went straight to uh, episode 61, where we get to the entrance of the Grand Line. Uh, 51 through 53 are just the tail end of the Logtown events. And we can just get right into it. Uh, episode 51, Sanji is challenged by a mysterious woman at a cook-off. She's uninterested, or he's uninterested at first, but realizes that the prize for winning is a rare fish, only normally found in the South Blue. So he's like, bet, I'll go in it. Sanji explains briefly how the world is separated and why it's so hard to see any other fish outside of your own ocean under normal circumstances, pointing out what's so special about his dream, the All Blue. Sanji ends up winning that cook-off, and the chef lady turned out to be a fan of his from when he was a wash boy years and years ago, but a deal details episode 52 luffy finds the execution platform again and is confronted by the woman we now know who is alvita she ate a devil alvita. fruit that made her shut up that made her <laughs> self really thin and changed her appearance uh alvita and buggy uh and they both trap luffy and are about to hold a mock execution at the top of the platform and smoker catches wind of this and he rolls the boys on out when luffy's captured he's completely unfazed uh shouting he'll still become the king of the pirates as soon as he does a storm mysteriously starts to roll in. Uh, when Sanji and Zoro show up, they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll save you, Luffy. They're too far away to get him at first, so it kind of seems like that buggy is actually going to get him. In fact, he even like starts slamming the sword down. And as Luffy smiles, saying that, you know, he's it's okay, I'm going to die here, a lightning strike pierces the platform, destroys everything, and then Luffy comes out of the rubble, and he's perfectly fine. Luffy gets out of the rubble unscathed, and Smoker comments on how the world seems to be providing Luffy with everything he needs to escape and make it to the Grand Line, super mysterious. At this point, a new dude appears with a weird tattoo all over his face. Yasa? Moving into 53, not Yasa. The mysterious dude from the end of the last episode mumbles to himself something like, Pirate King, fine by me. And the Straw Hats are continuing to escape, and they are being chased by both Buggy and Smoker. Smoker gets the Buggy Pirates pretty quickly. <laughs> they don't even get a chance. Uh, Zoro confronts Tashigi, which is the same woman from his uh, sword episode. They fight briefly, and she even starts taunting Zoro after he bests her, saying, well, you only, you're only leaving me alive because I'm a woman. And he's like, no, it's because you look a lot like one of my dead friends. Uh, and then they continue to bicker about it. Luffy confronts Smoker, and when Smoker tries to subdue Luffy, we learn that he ate a devil fruit that made his body turn to smoke. So Luffy is now having a significantly hard time fighting this goon because he can't land a single punch on him. He just turns to smoke every single chance he gets. Smoker almost beats Luffy when the mysterious dude from earlier in the episode shows up up and a huge gust of wind sweeps everybody up and uh luffy and co get all back together and they just start running for the mary and they manage to get away from smoker the crew gets back to the mary they head for the grand line and then 
episode 61 is just uh, what happens when they reach Reverse Mountain. So Nami pulls out a map and she's telling everybody like, hey, so this thing says that we have to get to this mountain. And according to this, there's some channels that'll get us up to the top. And once we get to the top, we can just ride another channel all the way down into the entrance of the Grand Line. And everyone's kind of skeptic about it at first, but they're like, we're going to go do it anyway. Sure enough, that's exactly what it is. And they almost hit like the edge of the mountain before they get in, but they, they were, they're fine. So they made it all the way to the top and now they're on their way into the Grand Line. A lot of little stuff that happened in these last couple episodes. There's a lot of little bits here here and there. Decent story progression. Do we have any comments, concerns, critiques? I know Devin specifically said he was fuming. So let's see. All right. What are we what do we got, Devin? What's what's our gripe today? We want to start with me. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, I'm failing to understand the map. So we know about the red line now that there is a big ring, a giant landmass that reaches into the clouds that surrounds the entire planet. And then the grand line surrounds the hemisphere along the equator, which provides us with the four sections of the planet. Now, the reason why you cannot get into the grand line is something called the calm belt. So the calm belt is infested with hundreds of thousands, millions of sea kings and it has no wind it has no current it has no waves it's just this mysterious part of the ocean where everything is just dead it's even referred to as the dead sea in the show we skipped over that unfortunately so the reason why you cannot just casually enter the grand line from any entrance is because you would have to pass through the calm belt which is no easy task no one as we are aware can do it while also surviving because if the fact that you can't move your boat with the wind or whatever doesn't get you so you have no choice but to row the sea kings are going to get you before you get anywhere important okay because that was like the thing that that made me confused the most because i'm looking at the map just going like just go south just go south that was or north go north or south done like, what's we the we, sk- we skipped over that, unfortunately. That was an episode like 54 as like... So the problem with the, the stupid filler arc that we skipped is that it has canon information in the very beginning of it and at the very end of it, which is why we just said, fuck it, let's just skip straight to the part where they climb the mountain. Okay. I also like to believe that uh, Sanji already met his goal, finally. Yeah, so that's actually Finding a really... the all blue right there at the fucking... Well, like, what right point there. would you not just put that together? We're here. Like, this is, like, water currents drag fish fucking everywhere. Duh. There. It's right there. <laughs> no, for sure. And, in fact, that's actually a very weird kind of bit that uh, the community still says, like, he's already kind of found the all blue. Uh, I, I guess, like, he didn't really find the all blue because... at what Logtown experienced was he's able to find some fish once in a while from other, like other seas, which I mean, is that not like the definition of his dream in the first place? Uh, But more importantly (laughs) is that whole bit was kind of supposed to explain like how unreasonable it is under normal circumstances to see like, you know, a fish from the, from the West blue inside the East blue sea, because we're literally physically separated. So when a fish fucking manages to do its fucking thing and get its ass over here, it God only knows how the fuck it made it there. Climb reverse mountain. (laughs) And then went through the fucking calm belt and beat all the sea Kings or something and then found its way into the East blue. That's like the only way you could fathom it. And like, especially after we understand like what separates the oceans, like it's supposed to just be 
the fish are hard to come by from other seas. If like if you're in the East Blue, you'll probably spend your entire life. And even the chef dude himself said he's like, I've never seen anything that looks like that. You'll probably spend your entire life hearing about fish in other oceans, but you'll never see it unless you go there yourself, which is fucking hard. Any any other gripes? This isn't the gripe I thought you were going to have. I, I thought we were going to be spending the majority of the episode talking about the, the fact that like the platform getting struck by lightning and shit like that. Uh, I mean, really? I, I was confused whether it was on fire at one point because of the it animation. Was. It was. It was on fire. But then it, it like, didn't look like it was burnt at all. Like it just, I, I couldn't really tell because of the animation. It also, yeah, it also <laughs> doesn't strike him until it's like a, a centimeter away from Luffy. Interesting. A lot of people like to bitch about that particular series of events because they're like, what the fuck is this? Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> lightning literally strikes to save Luffy, like, at the perfect opportune time. The wind starts blowing at his back, giving him like, the best head too. Wind. Like, just watching it, like, as soon as the like, oh, storm's coming, I was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen to the rubber man. What's <laughs> <laughs> gonna happen to the man? Oh no, he's me. gonna get hit by lightning, the rubber man. I just want to bring up a semantic point because in a in these episodes, as compared to the last couple episodes, it might have just been a translation thing. But they start going on about twenty. It's been twenty-two years instead of twenty years, which was the last set of episodes. And I don't know if <laughs> Actually, maybe everyone fell into thing. a coma. No, the same thing happened to me. I I, I heard twenty two explicitly, so I don't yeah, know if they maybe say it a few times. I, at the first time, I was like, "All right, this is just a translation error. I'm, I don't care." But no. then they they used twenty two like three or four more times after that. Guys, I'm like, "Well, what's the deal here?" We've already got the answer. We've already established that no one can fucking count in this universe. <laughs> I'd say Nami knows how to count pretty well. One person, congratulations. I mean, if there's not if there's Namis in this world, then. I could have swore we were 20 years uh, after or post Roger's death, but I, I think that's what I, they say in the last set of episodes. They they used 20 years. Did they actually say? Because because I actually started questioning it because I remember no, I said they it say in the 20 podcast. years. They do say they, 20. They say 20 years somewhere in those uh, episodes. They say it's been 20 years. Fucking goods. Not that so, it's a huge deal. I was just like really, I was really confused the first couple times. So no. also going back to the executioner's platform though, um, why can't Luffy just get out? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Right? He's a rubber why, man. He can literally just mean? squeeze his mean? way out of everything. <laughs> Explain, Christian. Why? Why do you think? How does Luffy get not get the fuck out of that wood? What do you? You mean? Apparently, of all of the wood in this universe is particle board anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how I mean, he can. Yeah, Luffy just, can like, literally axe his way kick, out of that. Yeah, Luffy can axe kick his way through eight stories of Arlong's shit. But he can't go through one two by four. The only thing at any point keeping that wood piece down, that cabbage just like slaps there. There's no locker locking mechanism or anything <laughs> yeah, there. He's just standing it's there either it's it. either it's either cabbage <laughs> sitting on it or buggy like putting uh, like Captain Morganing it down. <laughs> he's just got one foot up on it and his and his hand raised with the sword above him for about twenty minutes. By the way, they make a real big show of, of buggy like about to chop his head off and he's laughing and i mean there was like other shit that happened in the side but yeah by the end of the episode was when he was about to get his head chopped off yeah <laughs> so it was the majority of the episode yeah it was a majority of like 52 i think i mean i just thought it was always funny that you know in addition to not being able to overpower buggy the man's is who's made of rubber who could like probably just you know squeeze his way out of there yeah just stretch himself (laughs) i'm pretty sure he's more akin to like an octopus yeah he could probably fit anywhere if he thought about it 
For I sure. Absolutely. Although, speaking of bullshit, like, fruit powers, let's <laughs> talk about Smooth Smooth. And I don't <laughs> understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> so today I learned that the reason why I'm fat is not because I have a lot of fat cells in my body. It's because I'm not smooth enough. It's because you haven't eaten the smooth, smooth. Exactly. For then, you. on top of that, just watching every, she's apparently like butter skin, so everyone yeah. can't grab onto her. It, and, you know, going to physics for a quick second, <laughs> I really do like this bit that they do with her power, where she takes her shoes off and then she jumps and gets onto a slope. She becomes then, frozone. Right. I, th- she I think literally becomes frozone. From a physics perspective, let's pretend that she can take away all friction. That she really is that quote unquote smooth. <laughs> If she could just casually do that and have zero loss of her energy that she just got done making for herself, how did she jump in the first place without literally slipping? <laughs> Can we just talk about body positivity, too? Because, right. like, she thought she was beautiful no matter what. She <laughs> she never thought she was ugly Oh, yeah, before. no, she, she never thought that she was, like, ugly or nothing. In fact, when anyone told her she was ugly, she was like, all right, well, you're just going to die. Talking about? Quote, her idiot. only complaint for eating the smooth, smooth fruit was the fact that she lost her freckles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that. Goddamn shame. <laughs> I do like the introduction to her, too, because, you know, they do the same bit that, sh- that they did when she was first introduced, like in the very first episode, where, like, who's the most beautiful on the sea? And, like, everyone's like, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she she goes, uh, then the only thing that I lost after my sweet, sweet transformation was my was my freckles. But it was a necessary evil to become the, <laughs> as beautiful as I am now. <laughs> I was just like, well, shit, hot damn. <laughs> Anyone Luffy sitting up there like, um, I don't I don't think that's what I was talking about. But uh power to you, girlfriend, I guess. Power to you. Uh oh, do we want to talk about speaking of devil fruits, do we want to talk about Smoker's Devil Fruit much? I love it. I thought it was cool. It Did sense. he change his name to Smoker after he got the power or was that's, he always That has smoker? always been my question. Was he always Smoker? Because that's that's just so fucking perfect, Here, didn't it? I'm gonna compound on top of that one, which is do you think that the devil fruit that he ate was a cigar? I <laughs> like in the I shape of a cigar? It was devil fruit in the shape of a cigar? That'd be fucking funny. Cigars, they're plants. I just can't wait for the puff puff fruit to come out, which is just a guy who literally ate a pot brownie. you know you know what's really wild too is that that might not be completely unfounded because devil (laughs) fruits have a somewhat nasty headache or or nasty habit of being kind of duplicated like you'll see somebody with a devil fruit where they'll have like one power they'll explain exactly what it is and then there'll be another motherfucker who essentially has the exact same power just has a different name and it's got like a slight (laughs) little variation to it so there might very well be you know the hemp hemp fruit motherfucker out there who just turns into weed smoke or something like that yeah. i don't Poor fucking dude. know same thing but it also gets people high it's the same <laughs> thing but it also knocks people unconscious no, he, because, i feel like he, anyone who would do this anyone that does the hemp hemp one is just permanently stoned forever i'm sure <laughs> they have no choice but to be stoned for the rest of eternity <laughs> exactly my point you know for being the uh the weakest c out of all four of them there's 
there's been a shit ton of devil fruit users that have just like gotten devil fruits popped yeah. up in East Blue. Like, where <laughs> the fuck did Alvita get a smooth smooth? Like, I, I wanted to ask that. Like, how did she? Like, it's just like, hey, by the way, I got a fruit. One. I'm not gonna tell yeah. you my whole story of how I got it. But I'm, like, I mean, look I'm, gl- at this. I'm 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 low key glad we don't because I don't care that much. I'm just, like, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, like, do you really want to hear that I, story? I don't. I don't want to hear that story. I'm just like, for being the weakest C of all four of them, there's a. There's a lot of people coming out of here out of <laughs> fucking woodwork with devil fruit powers. It makes you think, like, do they just grow on – do people grow them in their backyard in other seas and, like, children <laughs> get one on their 10th birthday? Oh I mean, God. I don't know, man, baby. <laughs> I, I, I just want to see one episode where they actually physically find like, – Oh, you'll see them. They, they okay, around. So, well. so there's going to be one where they're like, hey, look at that pineapple. That's definitely a devil fruit. Versus just like going like, nope, that's just a pineapple. Bite into it. Yikes! It was a devil fruit. You know how that how uh, Tashiki has a book for for swords. There's a book for devil fruits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah, that's gonna be that'll come up eventually as well. Uh, we'll actually find out that there's like a really nice little picture book that explains all the devil fruit. So, but but now is this a book that everybody has access to? That's gonna be the real Surely question. Not. Surely not. Uh, and it'll explain kind of, well, they won't explain it in super detail, but so there is an understanding from certain privileged individuals, whether or not they can see, you know, there's this devil fruit, there's that devil fruit, you know, you can pick and choose which one you want to find, which one you want to use. And if you happen to find anybody that has the one you want, you know, then maybe figure out how to get it. I don't know, dude. (laughs) I'm surprised no one said anything about the kick-ass fucking ride that is... Oh, I have. Th- I, no, I, was, I was just waiting. I, we had a, we had other things to talk about. He is go. He is. He's a go- literal buggy. Ghost rider. He's a no. He's a buggy. That's the. Joke. Oh, we're talking about buggy. I, yeah. I thought he was talking what about. Do you mean? Smoker. That was the best cart in the. That was the only cart that we saw in this. That was the yeah, only one. Yeah, he's matters. literally a dune buggy. That's the oh, joke because yeah, his name is Buggy. It's a Dune yeah. Buggy. He's Dune Buggy. Because look at this weird shit. <laughs> like when I showed Crystal this photo, <laughs> I was buggy. like. She's like, his legs shouldn't be able to do that. And I was like, look at his neck, Crystal. And she's like, oh. And I was like, Explain <laughs> to me why this makes head. sense. I, like, <laughs> I fucking love he twisted it. His, he twisted his body the wrong no, way. I, 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 I understood. I understood because I know Buggy. Crystal doesn't, though. So when she walks <laughs> in the room and she sees this monstrosity, she goes, what the fuck are you watching? And I go, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> we're starting to get to the point where we're never going to know what we're watching ever again. <laughs> like, I went through this whole, all these episodes just pointing at things, going, Crystal, like, Crystal, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't want to, like, when I pointed at the map, I was like, it doesn't make sense. Just go south. Look at Buggy. I don't know. Where's what? <laughs> you put an explosive at the back and all of a sudden you just become a car? What is this? Fucking yeah. Warhammer 40k orc logic? Like, <laughs> What fucking, is happening? Fucking go-kart buggy. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I want the One Piece spinoff game of One Piece Mario Kart. Because we've got the buggy beal, we got the smoker ghost rider bike. Unnecessary, but cool. Okay, hold on. I didn't say it wasn't badass, I said it was unnecessary. He had to catch mean? up to him, because they got to go, and he had to get there quickly. He literally could just turn into smoke! 
Just fly over. Why does he need a motorcycle? Like, I get it. He needs to look even more like Arnold Schwarzenegger with a fucking stogie <laughs> in his mouth and a motherfucking, what is he going to bring out? A fucking revolving or lever action shotgun. No, he's absolutely right. He definitely could have just flown over there. <laughs> I, I do I, not see in the foreseeable future him ever riding a motorcycle he's ever gotta again. Get, he's got to keep up appearances, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, what, dude, what looks cooler? Uh, a dude floating through the air like a genie or some dude on a big ass motorcycle? <laughs> I you mean, tell me just, what looks cooler to the fans. Just look at the buggy bike. Need I say more? It's this the, man could the buggy have bike. Around. It's the buggy mobile. It's the dune He's a buggy. Dune buggy. He's dune a dune buggy. buggy. It's Sorry. the dune buggy. <laughs> the dune buggy. Pardon me. I didn't. I, I'm I mean, not if you want to meme it even more, you can call it a doom buggy because he's going to bring <laughs> hell to the grand line once he gets there. I get that. Oh, actually, speaking of which, the buggy has a throwaway line. Like when they're looking out at Luffy's boat driving away, and he goes, "I, it's time to go to the Grand Line again." Did I miss something from when we were introduced to Buggy before? You, He's been to the Grand Line. You did not miss anything. Uh, that is 100% what he said. Yeah, Buggy has indeed been to the Grand Line. So I'm, I'm glad that that was mentioned by someone other than me. <laughs> I, I want you to realize he does know Shanks, by the way. So I know but that I mean, doesn't mean sure. he's been to the Grand Line but at the same time. Were they time. in the Grand Line at that point? Ah, uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Okay. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? It means it's hard to answer that question without being too spoilery. But it's uh, it's a yes or no. I I didn't ex I didn't expect that point in their life them to have been out in the Grand Line when they first met. I would say yes, they were in the Grand Line. Uh, so when he like makes him eat his own fruit and like his own pocket change. Like, they were in the Grand Line when they did that I shit? I cannot promise you that that scene was necessarily in the Grand Line. They've known each other for a hot minute, not just since that scene. I just didn't expect all of that to have been in the Grand Line. I mean, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we learn more about that, but I'm glad that you caught it. Yeah, Buggy has indeed been to the Grand Line. He he is technically a veteran of the Grand Line. So, there you go. He's already... He goes with the Dune Buggy. <laughs> As he goes with the Dune Buggy, with the Doom Buggy, mind you. Uh, yeah, see, he's already, he's already conquered the whole Grand Line and back. That's why he's the, he's the Pirate King. Fucking mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> so any, uh, any thoughts on the new goon that we got introduced to? Mr. Tattoo Face. Who the fuck is that guy? Your dragon. His yeah, name dragon. is Dragon. <laughs> Just like every other guy I know whose name is Dragon. A tattoo of a dragon on his face. <laughs> yeah, he, he made the storm, he made the lightning, he made the wind. All of it's his his fault. <laughs> like, There's no secret. Why do we think that this man has any interest whatsoever in helping Luffy? Because he wants to see him become Hokage. But why? <laughs> <laughs> because he wants to fight the Hokage. Yeah, yeah. Dragon, <laughs> Dragon's making sure that Luffy becomes the Pirate King Hokage so that he gets to fight him one day. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the answer that I was waiting for. That is how that works. We can't do anything else. There's nothing to speculate. Like Now, the next time we see him, maybe we'll get maybe like hints of motive. But right now, there's <laughs> nothing. Funny. And next there time. <laughs> Are you serious? He never shows up ever again. Nobody said that. Nobody, Nobody said, said that. that. Nobody said that. <sighs> what is this, Mary? Then at that point, it's just a Mary Sue. That's all it is. It's just a bullshit excuse of, oh, I didn't yeah, want what? this fight to happen just yet. I'm gonna put in the dragon and make him fucking yeah. throw them away, literally. At, mm. 
Um, nope. There's no. There's, why am I putting so much effort into this, Devin? Devin, why do you stress out about this stupid fucking cartoon? It does this to you every time. First the water, then the bullets, then the fucking lightning. Now it's this. What's next, Devin? Are you just gonna fucking kill yourself? Boy, you're gonna hate Who the knows? You're gonna. You're gonna hate. hate the Grand Line. Yeah, you, you, sir, you are going to hate the Grand Line. I already the know Grand Line is hate trippy. The Grand Line. Looking at fucking smooth, smooth fruit, and it's already stressing me out. Just wondering if she could fucking get boned. Of course, I'm going to be stressed out by a make-believe universe. <laughs> You're thinking about boning in a quote-unquote. Anyone who show. watches anime thinks that. That's why there's doujinshis. Facts. Nah, he's 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 got a point there. <laughs> You, Dylan, cut this. <laughs> Dylan, cut this. Dylan, Dylan, come back here. It's been a while, big guy. Just save this. this is you important. will not silence me, people. <laughs> Especially if you're listening to this fucking podcast. Especially oh, if you're listening to this fucking podcast. Great. So I guess moving on, I do want to make a quick call out to uh, the return of the deadliest agent of all. Solid Snake Usopp with his silencer <laughs> and made okay. a return from the fucking ocean. Yeah, dude. Usopp, yeah, legs. He, Usopp never skips like that. He he American snipered them from the fucking water. Usopp's a marine, I'm telling you. Facts. He's a sleeper he's, agent. He's, he's a sleeper his fucking agent. dream is to become a brave warrior of the sea. My guy, you've already done it. Clearly, you've is. shown that you have everything you need to become a Usopp's on New Game Plus, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Usopp's the character that when you first play like a JRPG is just like, hey, here's the level one farmer that no one ever uses. But plot twist, if you level only him up, he becomes a god at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, the only the last thing I have written down is, a. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's not true. I have my own Panda Man sighting in this episode. Ooh. Do, do we have a guess as to how many Panda Men were sighted in these episodes? Shit, there were multiple. <laughs> there were. Yeah. So the first time you see him is uh, literally after Alvita axes every Panda Man's all the way in the back. He's sitting there for three seconds. <laughs> always with like when you have like a shitload of random throwaway characters in a single panel always be looking for panda man that's when he that's when he strikes i promise yeah, he's strongest my guy well the other one was in the same bar with uh buggy luffy and zoro he was he was for like a brief second as soon as it like panned in at right when buggy was eating or whatever you see panda man in the back corner just, oh, so just chilling in the restaurant yeah. yeah he's just chilling oh. big chilling Fire. There's actually going to be another one, too. I watched the episode after this uh, as they were going into the filler. One of the stupid things, choices that they made when they chose to do the filler was, like, they used the storm as an excuse to, like, escape Logtown. Then they even referenced at the end of that episode, like, there's the lighthouse that marks, like, follow it to find the entrance to the Grand Line or whatever towards Red Mountain. And then, like, the next episode is the clouds have cleared and the Marines are moving to, like, you know, catch the Straw Hats if they can get away with it <laughs> and then move into the start of the filler episode. And I, filler's dumb. F- filler, filler is dumb. At least this filler is pretty fucking useless. Uh, it, it just it has confusing characters. It doesn't have a very good plot. And I'm super glad that we just moved past it. No offense. No offense to the filler. It's kind of funny though, like when we, like, you know, we, you know, we wrote down, you know, only second half of the filler. So I click on the random center half of like where I assume the center is. And so, like, I'm looking at like this kid, like with a weird ass hat and like a little feathery dragon in the distance. And I'm like, nice Kobe. 
one's a nice Kobe. <laughs> oh, this one is this one's a girl Kobe. <laughs> oh, I didn't even I didn't even process. Yeah, that. it was a girl. <laughs> Did anyone spot any one pieces that they want to submit? Because I didn't see anything that was no. I didn't find anything in particularly good this this because the, here's the problem. I mentioned it a few eps a few episodes of the podcast ago. There can only be one within a few mile radius of each other. <laughs> that we've is true. You're, that you've is already fair. established you're on Logetown that they are co- they are not Queen's classes. <laughs> but but we also mentioned that we destroyed that one piece. So yes. when is the potential of a new one piece migrating into the area? Because they did we give smokers is, cigars the one piece of one well? Piece? That was my initial proposition, but. Devin came up with the glasses as being a way, way, way better option. <laughs> facts, facts. They were so powerful they gave him visions of his dead friend as a teenager. <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute. We have destroyed that article of the one yeah, piece. That's what I'm saying. Which is, which so like is, we, know we know that they migrate. We know that when does a new migrate. one move in? They could become they could become Belfet cigars. But also I... he's leaving the island. He's following Luffy, which is kind of a bad thing. He probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> no. He's kind of disobeying all of his orders as a Marine commander. Does that by mean chasing he's becoming him. a pirate, technically? Because no. Pirates are? Yeah, so it's like, of the sea? It's kind of whack, right? Because, you know, he, he is disobeying direct orders. The weird whack question on the table is... Do you just get to like decide that, or are you gonna like go through a, a process for that? Is there like, is there like a form you have to fill headquarters. out? He doesn't go on his transponder snow back to HQ and be no. like, "HQ, I want to, I want to chase a specific pirate in the Grand Line. Relocate me." And they're like, "Wait, what? Why? We like you there. You're doing a great job." He's like, "I know. I want to do a great job elsewhere." None of that. He literally was just like, "Nah, I'm going to the Grand Line. I want." Don't tell me what to do, Dad. Yeah, the random yeah. villain goes, "All right, you probably shouldn't be doing this. Logetown is your jurisdiction. You're not supposed to be leaving." And he goes, "Don't fucking tell me what to do." He's not the first one either. He's not the first one. He says he says like so many times through the like. Yeah, yeah, no. That one episode, he does it like two or three times because random goons are just like pointing out holes in what he's doing and. No, and there was like one weird line too. I don't know what they were referencing, but there was like a an officer. Like at first, Smoker was like, "I want fucking ships in the bay in case they do manage to get away that are like ready to stop them before they get anywhere." And like one goon goes back to him and says, "Yeah, we didn't get any of the ships off because of the rain. They stopped us from being able to no, disembark because something, something, what something." Was. What was it? No, I it completely was, missed he, it. He, he, I don't remember him ordering ships, but he, he ordered them to destroy all of the pirate ships, and they were like, "We can't destroy the ships because all of our flintlock is wet. Oh, all of our gunpowder yeah, is wet. That makes so much fire, more sense." Uh, <laughs> quotes? I didn't have any. Anyone got, I got one. quotes? I've got a few. Huh. Go for it. Uh, one of them was, uh, "It is not our place to come between that man and his chosen path, Smoker." Mm. Ah, that's Dragon. Yeah, yes, that's dragon. the dragon quote. That's I forgot he said quote. that. I have a I have a really stupid one from the fucking the Wars it. one. So when when uh, Carmen is like doing her thing, uh, the announcer who's like spectating and like talking about the the, the food fighting <laughs> at one point, she's like trimming her carrots, right? And I'm assuming this is another <laughs> stupid dub throwaway. <laughs> the dude goes, Carmen's using outstanding showmanship while doing things that are relatively simple. <laughs> <laughs> she's just being really fucking extra she's on shit that really doesn't matter. <laughs> The only other quote I got um, was probably the one where, I mean, right, I, I still love that bit when uh, Luffy gets out of the rubble right after the lightning strike hits, and the first thing he says is like, <laughs> I'm still alive! That's nice! 
honestly, that line when he said it just like that, I was like, "Me too." Shocker. You and, you and I both know you got plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's all I got for quotes, really. So, I had one other joke uh, quote uh, because c- going back to the filler we didn't watch, like <laughs> the little girl was just saying goodbye. She goes, um, "I'm about to do something incredible," and then I attributed <laughs> to the quote to some kid in a filler arc that I'll never see again. Man, can't wait to see this. <laughs> I'm really surprised that they didn't use the cliche of an old lady or something that's saying, like, there's a storm coming, I can feel it in my bones. Like, they always do that in every, like, fucking Avatar did it, Naruto did it. It's always, it's in my bones, I feel it in my bones. (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't use that cliche. Well, no, because they wanted to showcase uh, briefly, you know, the the fact that Nami has, like, a a six-cent pocket barometer. Yeah, pocket barometer, and she can just like sense when like weather changes are about to roll in because she's the navigator and she's got to be good at these things. <laughs> it's gonna happen a lot. It's gonna happen <laughs> a lot. All right, so uh, on to the the ham, I guess. I don't know who deserved it, but nobody, we're here. nobody deserved it. I, I'm more willing to give it to Buggy for just turning into a Dune Buggy <laughs> for the Dune Buggy for the Dune Buggy. <laughs> like, or, or even Smooth Smooth. I'll even give it to that for just turning into a little slug that could slide. It could it'd become Frozone. You give it to Dragon for saving Luffy. Nah, Dune Buggy. No, 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 not just Luffy. He saved everybody at that point. He saved everybody that day, dude. He saved Alvida and Buggy because they were trapped. I mean, he too. saved them. He saved them from being captured. He saved Luffy from dying. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I'll give it to Dragon. That's fine. I think he's a cool character, even though we don't know a whole lot about him he's yet. Totally not mysterious, weird, potentially bad guy. I've got nothing for memes. I'll give it a Dune buggy, but hey, for buggy. like actual shit, I'll give it a Dragon for saving the whole crew. I guess I don't know. I, I I'd put it on buggy or not buggy. Uh, Dragon as well because. <laughs> Same, saving everybody. As much as I want to vote for my boy Dune Buggy. Really? I said I, I can be swayed to Dune Buggy, but I also can be swayed to Dragon. And these how two are this, on how Dragon. Give it to Solid Snape Usopp. Solid Snake Usopp. No, I'm not giving it to Usopp. <laughs> he he was doing absolutely nothing other than he carry that the stupid one fish. He carried his fish. fish. He just carried the fish everywhere. So I guess we're just gonna go with Dragon, huh? Lit. Dragons are Lame. winning. Lit. I love Man. Dune Buggy. I do love Doom Buggy, but drag. I want to see it come back. I really do. I want it to come back and actually have meaning. But uh, all right, I think that's good. That sounds like that sounds like a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Appreciate all of our listeners Except out for there. For that one guy, you know what you did. No, no, no! Don't shame. Don't king shame him. It's twenty twenty <laughs> out here, man. Come on. He knows. Yeah, man. It's go no go no yeah yeah. All right, bye. Thank you. Go home.